Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast and become a Coast Insider to hear the rest of this fascinating conversation and check out recent shows featuring guests sharing stories about growing up in a haunted house that was possessed by an evil presence, a nightmarish encounter with a UFO in the dead of night, and the financial horror stories from those who won the lottery and lived to regret it. Head on over to coasttocoastam.com and sign up for Coast Insider to hear these programs and many more truly thought-provoking shows from coast to coast. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. We've got open lines for you tonight, so let's go to the phones and pick it up with Edward in Alabama to get things started. First-time caller. Hi, Edward. Thanks for calling. Yeah, good morning, George. I want to make a comment concerning exorcisms that I heard you speak about a few minutes earlier. All right. I had the opportunity to uh, sit in on one as a mental health professional. I'm a PhD holder in that particular area. And uh, your guest was right that practically all people that uh, feel like they need an exorcism actually have a mental health issue. But my job on this particular uh, exorcism was to rule that out, and I did, and sat in on the uh, exorcism and was able to monitor an actual increase in the person's body temperature as the exorcism proceeded. So uh, this was more than just a person thinking that they needed one and, and reacted accordingly. I was able to actually feel the... Uh, the increase in body temperature as the exorcism progressed. So, you know, there is something too big. Was it scary being part of it? It really was, yes. the uh, All the lights were out in the church except just for a couple of candles and so forth, and then there was a certain amount of uh, uh, of fright to it. Yes, it certainly was. Uh-huh. But it- here before, I had actually questioned uh, the validity of uh, of an exorcism, but in this particular case, I was actually able to pick up on the uh, increase in body temperature of the person that was undergoing the exorcism. So it pretty much made me believe that uh, uh, believe in them. Yes, sir. Was it a successful exorcism, Edward? It took four sessions. We had to uh, we had to go back the uh, the original session and three additional ones, but uh, but it was successful. Yes, uh, I've kept up with the patient over the years since then, and uh, and uh, so far so good. Yes, sir. And and the person who performed the exorcism was it a priest? It, it, it was a Catholic priest. Yes, sir. And uh, can you tell us what area of the country it was in? It was in uh, in the state of Alabama. It was in Alabama. Okay. Yes, sir. Uh huh. Boy, I bet you're male, female uh, patient. It, it was a middle-aged uh, female, yes, sir. Uh, and uh, and I, I, like I said, I had done all the necessary testing uh, prior to agreeing that she needed to under, uh, at least take on the exorcism. And uh, there were no mental health issues that would uh, would cause one to think that it was uh, a mental health problem rather than. Uh, some type of possession or at least obsession, yes, sir. Did she have uh, any guttural voices or anything like that? Uh, no, not really. I didn't notice anything uh, unusual about that at all, except uh, uh, there was a time or two that uh, that she cried just a little bit, uh, uh, but nothing other than that, though. So the main thing, though, that I wanted to point out was that I was actually able to uh, detect an increase uh, or a rise in body temperature 
as this was going on. And, and uh, I'm assuming that uh, I guess you could say it was at that particular time that the uh, demonic was actually leaving her body, I suppose you could say. She's And from 98.6, what did it go up to? Went up to about uh, probably 101, something like that. Wow, that's that's a big jump. It, it was a marked increase yesterday. It was something that that I would not have uh, expected and certainly wouldn't have believed because I was not necessarily, uh, necessarily uh, an advocate of that. I never actually thought that exorcism or something that, you sort of picked up at the carnival on Saturday yeah, night. Yeah, really. exactly. But I did, I, enough happened on that particular exorcism that did make me uh, realize that uh, that such does exist, and it's a serious matter, yes, sir. Any idea, Edward, how she picked up the demon and how long she was possessed? To my knowledge, this has been going on for about nine months to a year Gosh. is what I was able to pick up on yesterday. And she had had a tough time during this particular period of time, and I had been actually seeing her uh, as, a, as a patient, uh, but didn't really, uh, I refused to go along with the idea of an exorcism until I'd done all the testing and, the, and all the screening and talking to family members and so forth. But I was convinced that... Uh, that uh, apparently she was at least uh, obsessed, if not possessed. And then as it turned out, since uh, I saw the increase in temperature and the fact that she does seem to have greatly improved since then, uh, has pretty much made me a believer. Yeah, for sure. And one last question, Edward. Any idea what led her to the possession? I mean, somewhere along the line, this demon entered her. Do you know what might have happened? Yeah, I think it was a domestic violence type situation, repeated domestic violence between her and yeah. a family member. Yeah. That, yeah, that kind of tension and evil would do it uh, for sure. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.